Everyone loves a good party, and Lovance have a track record of delivering something spectacular when they come to town. Past Lovance events have brought the community together in a big way and provided some truly memorable nights out. You're listening to the 3DX Chat Text-to-Speech podcast, and this week we will be talking about whether Friday Night's Party could match the previous events, as well as catching up on the recent beta release. Welcome to this week's show. Laura TWK here once again, trying to keep my motley crew of guests under control. Before I bring them in, there are a few quick bits of news to get through. Firstly, it's exciting to see that the return of Virtual Sugar's Sugar Mag has been announced. I'm all for there being as many ways to find and digest 3DX chat content as possible, so I look forward to seeing what interesting articles they have in store for us when the new issue arrives on August 3rd. And, just for clarity, it is definitely Virtual Sugar that I'm talking about here and not another magazine that has announced a rebrand this week, which will see it using the exact same initials. Because having two organizations that use VS as an abbreviation isn't going to be at all confusing, is it? Or maybe that is the point. Anyway, moving on. As a follow-up on our last show about porn stars, we have become aware of an individual who is masquerading as a model agent that you should be wary of. His scam is to steal photos belonging to other creators in order to make himself appear legit to aspiring models. He then exploits them by pressuring those models into sleeping with him and disclosing personal info. If you are approached by Bane Giles, please be aware of this and I would recommend not engaging with him. Finally, if you were with us for the first few episodes, you'll be aware of our debate over whether Twitter is really a word. Well, we have an answer now. And the answer is yes. As proven by its inclusion in the Cambridge Dictionary. So, we can now officially declare that Sexy Jessica is definitely a Twitterer. Speaking of, look who I've got sat alongside me once again. Yep, hello everyone. It's me, Sexy Jessica, Twitterer, here again. Like a bad stench, Laura just can't get rid of me. I keep coming back. You can take a break for the couple of episodes and we'll give someone else a chance instead. Although, I'm sure you'll be back again soon after that. The feedback from our listeners is that they do love your lewdness, so I wouldn't want to deny them that for too long. That said, I think the episode after next will likely be our lewdest episode yet. More on that at the end of the show. Hence why I came to today's podcast in my booby jacket, with nothing underneath. Keep those nipples covered please. We need to be able to get some usable photos for the thumbnail that goes up on Spotify and all the other places the show can be found. And, we wouldn't be putting the band back together from the pilot episode, without my other guest for tonight. Hey everyone, Max Norman here, 3DX chat and second live photographer. And, on that note, if Laura will allow me, I would like to briefly address the incident with Bane Giles. If you can't get laid in any other way, and think that stealing good photos of others will give you a free pass to someone's panties, at least make your own photos. Or better yet, just stop being an asshole, hiding your pathetic nature under the name of being a photographer or model agency. You give us all a bad name. That's all I wanted to say, so you can stop kicking me under the table now please Laura. To be honest, as soon as I see him in game I'll be whacking him on the Iggy list best way to deal with those types. Ain't got time for that, to quote a popular meme. Just bonk him out of existence. 
I think he probably wants me to bonk him. But in an entirely different way to what you mean. Well he can bonk himself now. I want to be a bit careful here, because I'm sure I don't know everything. I've just been following the discussion on Twitter. But I think it is something to highlight, since it has upset quite a few people. That said, I don't want people just blindly throwing hate at others because, at the end of the day, we all come into this community with different expectations for what is and is not acceptable behavior. There is the classic, it's just a game, line that people like to use when they feel others are taking it too seriously, for example. I'm not against people role-playing a model and photographer scenario. It's pretty cliche, yes. But, it's hot nevertheless, though only when both sides are aware that this is an role-play. Not when one is tricked into it. When someone with an empty profile claims that he's a model agency. That's sus to put it lightly. Well, I did spot the person in question in the game. On the beta client to be exact. And he did have a fully fleshed out profile, so does try to present himself as legit. Anyway, we're just letting people know that they might want to watch out for his antics, and they can then make their own decisions from there. Exactly. And I just keep the real virtual photographer's reputation intact. We might be horny creatures sometimes, but at least we take pride in our own content. Now, I think Laura is gonna kick the sneaker off my foot, so I'm zipping my mouth now. Max, hold that thought about being horny, because I do have a question for you about it. But first I need to introduce the episode properly, if you would please give me a chance. I'm holding out for the hero. Never mind. Anyway, it's good to have you both back with me again, because we'll be spending part of this episode revisiting our update discussion from the pilot episode, to look at how well the update's beta test has measured up to what we were hoping for. And, as I mentioned in this episode's opening, we'll also be delivering our verdict on Friday's Love and Summer Rave Party a little later as well. As usual, let me give an adult warning before we kick off our discussion. 3DX Chat is an adult sex game and Lovance are a sex toy producer, so we will no doubt be making some very explicit references. Much more explicit than Jess's bonking comments, I'm sure. So, if such adult content is not suitable for you, please hit that stop button. You have 5 seconds starting from now to do that. Okay, if you are still with us, we'll assume you are game to listen to all our lewd chatter, so let's get started. Only scientifically approved lewd chatter, mind you. For the benefit of anyone who is listening but hasn't given the beta a go yet, you can get it by logging into the members area of the 3DX chat site and then clicking the join beta test option in the bottom right corner of your member page. A few clicks later, you'll be downloading a zip with the beta client in. Extract that when it is done downloading and away you go. Your login details will be the same as for your regular account and you do need to have an active account to take part. This is a little different from past betas where anyone could create a free account and, I have to say, I do prefer this new approach. I know a lot of people do cry out for 3DX having a free trial for people to mess around with, and past betas were seen as a good way to provide that, but it did leave plenty of existing players feeling quite uncomfortable primarily because of the potential for trolls to be able to create an unlimited number of accounts to terrorize others with. But also because there is no gatekeeping against underage players when you take the credit card requirement away. I'm sure I'm not alone in being very concerned about making it too easy for minors to get access to content that clearly is not suitable for them. So this new way of accessing the beta just generally feels a lot more reassuring to me. 
Also, be aware that any account created on the beta is separate to your usual account. So things like your friends list aren't shared between the two. And, the beta account will get deleted at some point, so be sure to back up anything you want to keep hold of, such as new rooms or outfits. So, let's get into it. Max, you mentioned being horny before. Does that mean that you have an eggplant in your name, like you promised us you would? Eggplant and cum splashes, I bet. In fact, when I played with the beta, I did put the eggplant with that sweat emoji, just like Jess said. Then I added a camera before that, then a heart and a crown, made my name wiggle and jiggle, and then I realized that I'm out of money, because prices for this are way too high. Honestly, I've not tried the custom name stuff. I entered a room that had quite a few people in, Fuck Street Hotel, I think it was, and my screen was filled with so many of those names, and I just couldn't read any of them. Oh, and the option to turn them off is totally bugged. Gizmo needs to get right on fixing that. Yeah, I've made my name pink with my customary sparkly heart above it on the beta, but only really, because there is no way I'll be doing it on the main game if that's how much it costs. It adds so much visual noise into the game, it will be a nightmare in big rooms. I've not looked at the pricing, so I cannot comment on that. Is it paid for with X-Gold or by some other method? I haven't saved over 200,000 X-Gold toward photo slot 13, to then just spend it all making my name fancy for a month. Yes, it is paid with X-Gold. Let me check the prices for the sake of it. They are crazy. I think the highest is like 7 million X-Gold for a year. That's insane, and a resounding no from me then. I don't really need more than the 12 photo slots I already have but I'd rather save for number 13 than have a bright wiggly name. It's 5,000 for the bold or italic font, 100,000 for wiggling, 1,000 and 2,000 for spreading letters respectively, every emoji costs 10,000, 20,000, 40,000 and so on. Colors are 10,000 for plain, 20,000 for gradient and 30,000 for animated ones monthly. It's ridiculous. And it's not a one-time buy. You can't just buy the style and apply it whenever you want, you literally repay every time you change it. It's feeling like that is a big thumbs down from us then. How about something that we can give a thumbs up to? Jess, does the booby jacket get one of those from you? You mean the open one? Yes, that's the one. Oh it sure does. As I said, I'm modeling it right now. However, it's just missing being able to layer a visible bra underneath it. Then it would be perfect. Yeah, the layer option wasn't quite what we hoped for after all, but actually I found it quite useful anyway. Having different layers of clothing visible on top of and below each other would be amazing though. I assume it's the same as the new swimsuit. It would be better if it could be combined with other pieces of clothes, like skirts or pants. I agree. However I am really impressed with the clothing update in the beta. Some great new items, and the new customization options are brilliant. New items, indeed. Sorry Laura, do you have any napkins for tears in the studio? Looking back at the forum post, there were two preview thumbnails that were blank but marked as work in progress, so it seems like there could be a few more items coming when the update properly arrives. Don't lose hope Max. They could be for you. I still need to mourn about the variety of male clothes in 3DX chat. Guys want to look sexy too. I want you guys to look sexy too. But somehow guys get male exclusive gloves. Don't girls wear them too? 
I'm sure some would. Not really my style though. I don't think it's even worth asking what you think of the bags. It's just, well, I can't really understand the logic behind this decision. Like, we have ribbons for both 3DX males and females, we have purses for both, but gloves are guys only. Why? It's a very valid question that I can't answer. I've not really used the bags much. Great for snaps, but not too sure about general use. The worst part about bags is that you can't detach them. Yes. That is a huge issue. I really like them, but they don't work with so many poses and dances, so you really need to be able to toggle them on and off. Agreed. I wish you could remove the accessories like clothing. But on the other hand, we have harnesses that were put into bottom wear category for girls. And we all know what happens with clothes in 3DX chat when sex poses begin. You saying that makes me so sad. I dream of the day when I can give a blowjob without my panties automatically disappearing. Or just clothes in general. Panties to the side and here we go. The funny thing about harnesses is that guys have a whole separate category for only one harness. Some of the categories are so random and messed up. And be just like bras, under the clothes. Or peeking from under it, that is also a widely requested feature since high-waisted stuff appeared in the game. Different states of clothing is certainly a great idea. Like panties to the side, or having my bra half off. My hubby Chris has long wanted something like that. I don't think anyone would say no to that sort of thing. And it should be controllable by players interactively. When to take off panties, when to put them back on, when to rip stockings, and so on. But would you want all of that interactivity at the expense of there being new clothes for guys? Because, let's face it, at the rate that content appears, you're not going to get both anytime soon. Well, in second life the first thing I bought was a vest with necktie and rolled up shirt. Then suits of all kinds. The only suit that we have in 3DX is only one style of it. I want an open blazer with a shirt and necktie, or just an unbuttoned shirt. I want a shirt with a sweater on top of it. Then tank tops with less neck space or whatever it's called. Tank tops with opened hoodie. And I'm not even touching the cosplay category. I'm feeling that you're giving the new clothes for guys a big thumbs down. Jess, are we giving the ladies stuff a thumbs up? I think it deserves it for the cool summer dresses we can now have. Such as the ones you and Emmy Fatal were modeling on Twitter. For the record, I'm glad that we got some new stuff with fancy material editor, but apart from the shirt, it still looks like beachwear. Not something I would put on when I go into a jazz club, a wedding or some fancy place. On the other hand, 3DX chat barely has such places, so maybe it's only natural to get clubwear. Yeah, I have to say that I really like the new clothes for us girls. Especially with how customizable it is too. I can create many different styles of outfit using the same stuff with the new customization options. I think we should give the customization features their own verdict, which, for me, is another thumbs up. I have to say, I did find the UI pretty horrible at first. It takes up a lot of screen real estate. But I got used to it eventually. I think they've done the best they could with the UI to keep it simple. For me it's neutral, not good, and not bad. The material editor is a pretty big leap forward and gives a lot of opportunity for us to customize, but with not much clothes for guys, this is still 50 shades of grey. As for the UI, I play at 150% UI scale and it's unusable, I have to slide it down to 100% because I don't see clothes at all. Maybe the devs forgot that they have UI scaling. 
I really liked how there are little variations of the new clothes that you can cycle through, such as frilly bits and belts. That was a really nice surprise that I wasn't expecting. I like the hiding option for girls' clothes. And I like that one top with a waterdrop-shaped hole breast window. It has a nice pokey nipple texture on some materials. Guys love a good boob window. Yeah, good boob window, so this one top is a good job. Good job on a boob window. Good boob job. Want me to press my boobs against the window? Want a boob job? Both please. My one big negative regarding the editor is that some of the old tops have some nasty clipping issues with the new skirt, and the color picker for them is a little bugged now. Hopefully both of those get fixed for the proper update. Well, some old clothes are still clipping, like those short panties for girls and no one has been fixed those for years. Yeah I've noticed the color selection, is a bit buggy for the other clothes. I have to leave the editor, and come back into it to get it to work again. The beta in general is very glitchy. But that's the idea of a beta in the end. Test the game, find the bugs and glitches, and fix them before general release. Yeah, I don't mind that. The Lovance toy still crashing my room is a big disappointment though. Gizmo said months ago that would be fixed but they are still broken. The googly nipples seem to be a lot better when breast physics is turned on though, so that's a positive. And I guess the stairs bug is fixed, although I've not checked myself. Just like teleportation and no-name rooms. Bugs that became a part of our community. I've actually not looked at any of the new room stuff, so I have no idea how good the new grass or waterfalls are. Me either really. For teleportation, that possibly was done to fight desynchronization issues, like when you see someone walking into the wall. But I'm very skeptical that it will be fixed, so all the dance teams will just lose teleportation with no real value added. We'll see though. I think that is an example of a dev team not really understanding how players actually play the game. Like when Gizmo was asked about adding ghost partners and he didn't really understand what use they would be, even though it was a super popular feature in the old hack DLL. There is a certain level of disconnection between the community and developer team, yes. And I personally think that in a community-driven game, that's a bad sign. How I miss ghost partners. So many extra photo poses I could have. That's probably why pirated games appear, because the community had to add stuff they wanted to see themselves. Stuff that devs rejected or postponed. A good example is VRChat. They have added anti-cheat engine into their game client recently, and it killed a lot of mod clients that added stuff like subtitles or other quality of life improvements. Things that the devs rejected, but the community used. In the case of 3DXChat, the change is not that big. People just added video playback, a few not very bright poses and clothes. Before that, there was a DLL that had ghosts, auto-accepting, and stuff like that. It was needed, but was cut. The pirate stuff is still something I really want to go into more detail on, but so far I've not had anyone volunteer to speak about it, so I guess it will have to sit on the back burner for now. Anyway, how about we get lewd now and move on to the new poses? Good idea. Jess, why are you stripping? Woo. Oh, the new poses. I'll close my jacket and put the girls away. For me, as a straight woman, I think I'm giving them a thumbs up. But I think it's a massive thumbs down if you identify as anything other than straight. For example, if you want to have some girl-girl action, it's just a whole load of dick poses. Considering the size of the lesbian and by population within the community, they really do need more adding for them that doesn't, at minimum, require the use of a strap-on. 
I'll be honest, and I'll just say that I'm not very happy with the new poses. Remember I said there were a few poses I really wanted? Well, one is pretty close, so that makes me really happy. But before you ask, it's not quite close enough to make me orgasm, like I said some might when we discussed poses in the pilot episode. The one I'm referring to is the one where the guy is kneeling down and the girl is riding up on his thighs. I'd love another version of that in the future where I can be facing the other way while getting fucked from behind. I really like most of the ones they added. I think my favorite has to be the squatted dick riding one. That one is awesome. And the standing doggy one too. Yeah, both of those are good. As is the hand job on the sofa pose. There are a few that could be good when used in the wrong sort of situation. I'm thinking the bed face fuck pose when rotated to be up against the wall, and the new wall kissing one when rotated to be on the bed. On the other hand, some of the sofa chilling poses are just big WTF moments. Well, they've added a lot of cute couples poses, which I think those sofa ones come into. I'm mostly talking about the one where the guy is sitting on the floor and the girl is on the sofa massaging him. Ah yes. The guy looks a little like he's having a mental breakdown in that one. Exactly. Strangely, if you switch it around, the girl doesn't look anywhere near as troubled. Well, guys are well known to be perfect drama queens. In 3DX especially. Speaking of switching poses around, have we lost the option to switch roles? Or have I just not found it in the new UI? You mean when in lesbian and gay poses? I was looking for it in a threesome but I suppose those cases too. There was never a switch pose option in a threesome. We always have to guess correctly who should offer the pose. Wow, I was sure there was. I guess I must have imagined that then. Speaking of threesomes, I would prefer if the girl in the middle of the new bed MMF poses would face the other way, I think it's much hotter. You mean the double penetration poses? Yes. I say give us both. Exactly. The spit-roasting MMF pose on the couch is a reuse of the couch doggy pose with an added third partner. Nothing new there. And the standing DP pose was the same kind of reused pose. I think it's fair to say that several of the new poses are just existing poses that have been recycled for other locations. I'm fine with that as long as there are also original poses being added at the same time. One pose that is disappointing for some is the new pool FFM pose. Apparently, girls can't lick another girl's pussy while getting rammed from behind. They can only suck cock in that situation. I can confirm I am able to both lick and suck while getting rammed from behind. And I'm sure you had no problem taking one for the team to deliver some important fact-checking. That's the Twitter aura for you. So what's your overall verdict on the poses then Jess? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm giving them a thumbs up. I like them, some more than others. But overall, it's a yes. So, I think that is probably most of the new content covered. Is there anything we've missed? There's also the revamped UI outside of the character editor. They moved those buttons around and I have a hard time finding the camera button now. Also, the accepted partners list was moved to the sidebar from the top left corner, and I don't really think it was necessary. Or maybe I just got used to seeing who I'm partnered with in that corner. If I put my producer hat on, it's annoying that I can no longer describe poses to my performers actors by saying something like please select the pose that is in the middle of the top row, because it will be different for everyone now, depending on how they have sized the window. I think the rest I will get used to, even if I do still lose things like the camera button at the moment. Oh yes, that's a thing too. I think overall, I'm a bit indifferent to it, but I'm slightly more positive than negative.
When I first went on the beta, I did have a moment of like, wait a minute, where the hell is the camera button? I still have those moments. Even as we speak, I had lost it for a second to zoom out in the wardrobe. Swapping between the old client and the beta client obviously makes it more confusing. Once we just have one client, I think it will quickly become the norm. I do agree with Laura. I am very much more on the positive side about the beta than negative. Some things are a bit iffy, but mostly I'm happy with what's been added, and I look forward to seeing it in the main game in the future. I mean, that was me referring specifically to the UI changes before. Sorry, that was unclear of me. For the beta as a whole, I'm pretty positive. Plenty of things that still need addressing and some new things I find annoying, but it's gradual steps in the right direction. At least for us ladies anyway. I will be the grumpy one in the studio then. I'm more disappointed than positive. I will give credit where it's due. A few new poses are very hot. The material editor is pretty great. But the amount of content that we get after seven long months of waiting is disappointing. Let me repeat that. We have waited seven long months looking at the falling snowflakes on the login screen, even when it was scorching hot outside in the summer. Seven months, for a few new poses, a few more shirts for guys, gloves and glowing sticks. Oh, and also overpriced names that turn every crowded room into a disaster to the extent you have to turn them off, which completely defeats the purpose of anyone buying them in the first place. This is just plain disappointing. I can feel the disappointment radiating off you. Before you lose the will to go on, I think we should move on to tonight's other topic now, the Lovent Summer Rave Party. Well it certainly was a big event. Around 400 people in the room at one point. Loading in was fun. Very fun. Wow. I saw it get to around 360 but 400 is massive. An even bigger attendance than the previous two events. Which I find a bit surprising actually, because it seemed like a lot of the community were a bit more indifferent towards it this time around. Yep. Dunno if it went over 400, but I saw it at like 385, at least. In Discord's world chat they say it was 387 people at top. That's pretty impressive, even if it felt like a lot of the usual faces skipped it this time. At least Gizmo and Lisa were there as has become customary. I love how they both live at large at these parties, especially Gizmo with his signature dance. Yeah, I don't think it was as good as the last Lovance event if I'm really honest. I still had fun hanging and chatting with Laura, the hubby and Rena. But the first one felt a bit more special of an event to me. It didn't feel like this one quite had the same glitz and glamour as the last two. Especially with there not being a red carpet this time round. I really felt that was a great centerpiece for the other events. But yeah, Gizmo and Lisa were indeed present. And, talking of presents, both of you received gifts from the man himself I believe. Oh yeah, I got a gift from the big man. Although Max's gift was much cooler than mine. I'm a little bit gel about that. Until he hears Max on this podcast, and goes on and removes his gift that is. The third party to be fair lost its charm. The first one was a big one, like, wow. This big company is doing a party in our game. So cool. The second one was right after the update so there was lots of new stuff to play with. And this one, well, was just another Friday party, nothing really special. There was no exclusive stuff. Nothing I didn't see in other rooms every week on 3DX. Music was pretty much the same electronic stuff I can hear every day in some room. 
so it was just a party, but with tons of lag and bald naked people. Although the venue was stunning, I felt it just missed a bit of the fun of the previous one. Aside from the red carpet that I already mentioned, the previous one also had some themed areas like the Lovance exhibit with the giant toys to climb on, a chill-out area to relax in, and a fuck area for, well, fucking in. In other words, plenty of places for people like us to pose or hang out beside the dance floor. I definitely would have liked a bit more Lovance theming. And for guests to have been encouraged to engage in the sexy aspect of the game a bit more. It all felt a bit PG to be honest, when you expect something a little more X-rated from an event promoting sex toys. To be honest, I can't really grumble too much, as this was the one that I voted for, when the community were given a chance to have a say on the venue. I actually thought that the other main contender did a better job of embracing the Lovance brand and included those sort of themed areas that I'm keen on, but I felt the rooms looked too small in the previews that were posted and they would have segregated the crowd too much. However, we won't get into the amount of salt and shade that was to be found in the forum thread, especially being thrown back and forth between two of the competing builders. That all got very silly for an event that was supposed to bring the community together. Just to rewind a moment. I'm a bit put out that I never got a gift from Gizmo. Even after pushing my big soft girls into his side when Laura and I posed with him for a picture. He was probably expecting you to lose the bra as well and rub your boobies on him. You do have a reputation for that sort of thing. True. I should have popped them out. I didn't have a chance to check it out. I spent maybe five minutes walking around to find somewhere where I could at least turn around my camera to get 10 frames per second. I noticed dancers on top of some Lovin's toys, though. And I'm so glad I didn't attend this time as a photographer. Any reason you didn't want to take the job this time around? Well, that's a long story, but in short, I feel like I really didn't achieve anything with it. That's fair enough. I did achieve that I saw people voting for me, people who I care about, but other than that? Nothing much. Let's say, I expected more attention on Twitter, but I'm not Twitterer enough. From the outside, it kind of looked like you went alone in not putting yourself forward to return after being part of the last one. Again, in terms of the people we could vote for to take on various roles in the organization of the event, I wasn't really familiar with many of them at all. Maybe there generally wasn't as much enthusiasm from the big names to get involved this time. Of course, it's good that others get a chance to contribute and it doesn't become a monopoly for the established groups. I can't say for others, only for myself, but last year I felt burned out after the party. Burned out for a pretty small profit for myself. So I couldn't find any reason to help promoting brand in a pay-to-play game when I get nothing in return. In the end though, if people had fun at the party, then that's all that matters. And I did like what the dance teams got up to. Not normally something that I take much note of but it seemed like they were on it. What was that? I don't know if it was really anything special really, but I just liked how they set up, their outfits, stuff like that. They also helped draw a bit of attention to the Lovance displays. And your own outfit was on point too Laura. Oh, thank you. And you looked sexy, as always Jess. It's right there in your name though, so to be expected. I have to at least try and live up to it. I might say a pretty controversial thing, but I kinda think players' cameras were either on the friends they came with, or looking to the sky to avoid FPS drops. But then the fireworks would start and kill every bit of FPS. Yes, those fireworks were killer on frame rates. Definitely a bit of overkill. Although I found that they affected me less as the night wore on. 
I did keep away from the center of the dance floor though, as it looked like carnage in there. Hanging out on the edge was much more comfortable for me and minimized the frame rate pain. And I wasn't affected by seeing bald and naked avatars like some people were. I had a lot of them. My hubby was bald and naked when he first joined, so I had to re-log in. That sorted it. This party made me think that derendering everyone but friends would be a great feature for 3DX chat. I think it is fair to say that the performance of the room is definitely something that needs to be addressed if another one of these parties is held in the future. Whether it is this one used again, or another room that is created. I would also want more of a Lovance theme to it. I miss the vending machines with butt plugs in this time around. The world needs more butt plugs. I'll say another controversial thing, but that's probably why I was called into the podcast studio today. If we had mesh levels, instead of ones made from primitive blocks, rooms could be optimized to not be a nightmare for old PCs, or even pretty modern PCs. And yes, apart from the Lovent stands where the dancers were, I didn't notice much branding in the room. But then again, I didn't have a chance to see the room properly. And I can't find any photos from the event in the official accounts, to be honest. I've seen very few photos from it so far, even in my feed on Twitter. The social media presence has been really low this time. Again, it just feels like a lot of people were a bit indifferent towards it. So what do we think? Was it a thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere in the middle? I lean more towards thumbs down. Laggy room, too many people, not much interaction apart from with the friends I can talk to outside of the party. Nothing new, nothing exclusive. Same Lovent's party we had already in 3DX. Just in a new room. I won't say anything about the design of the room or about the music, because I'm not a big fan of the genre that was picked. But I heard that people said that music was so-so. So for me it was something I could easily live without. And I did, because I left after around 30 minutes. Somewhere in the middle for me. I had fun and the room looked nice. But I do feel the event had lost a bit of its special feel this time around. For me, it was also somewhere in the middle. I think it is important to value the community contribution, and all the hard work that was put in by the people involved, but I think it was a bit of a missed opportunity. It was more like a random party sponsored by Lovance, rather than an event that was really promoting them as a brand. I also would have liked a bit more to do there than just dancing or sitting at the bar. Although I did manage to take a quick dip in one of the pools towards the end. I didn't really feel the influence of Lovance this time, to be honest, apart from them hyping it up on Twitter and in the 3DX chat discord, which would make people run there to see the news about an update, just to be disappointed about another message about Big Party. When it was the first event last May, we got the update before that and there were some big toys in the room, so it really felt like Lovance did a very good job in making the game ready for the party. When the second event was being planned, I did speak to some of the Lovance representatives about having a dedicated area at the party, where guests who were interested in Lovance and wanted to know more, could speak to some volunteers or advocates to get some feedback, tips, and whatnot. I don't think they really understood what I was getting at, but that is the sort of thing that I would like to see in the future. That's a smart idea. If they just continue to have mega parties that don't have strong theming, I just can't see people continuing to be interested. It also needs that glitz and glamour back. But I suppose it depends what they are trying to achieve and I guess we'll never know that. So far, I think people joined this party mostly because it has Lovance written in the name of it. It's like people buying overpriced products of a brand starting with S just because of that brand letters on them. Also, it was a good place to see everyone because people tend to join such parties even if for a short moment. 
Like, I don't see some people enough in 3DX chat, and my friend list is pretty much offline daily, but yesterday I had a lot of people online. I mean, as we touched on earlier, if total attendance was all they cared about, then it can be considered a massive success because there were so many people there. That is true. It brings people on to check it out. Even I jumped online just to take a look at it, even if I was only there for a short amount of time. I think that was the mentality of many in the room. Parties of different groups within 3DX chat usually have this competition kind of feel about who will get more people with less dancers. Or who will prove that having 10 dancer teams is not a bad thing, stuff like this. Lovent's party was just a party. Music, DJs, dance teams and people who came here for fun. You can say it was a glimpse of the old 3DX chat where people cared more about the fun than about the numbers. At least those on the dance floor. Okay, well I think we've gone on for long enough now, so it's probably time to start wrapping things up. Any closing thoughts on the party? Nothing more than I've said really. Can only add that I would love to see the fourth party do something different. Otherwise, it'll become mundane pretty quick. I agree with that sentiment. Before we head off, would you guys like to do the usual, and let the listeners know where they can find more of you? As always, you can find all of my lewd stuff over on my Twitter at sexajessica3d. That's with three XS of course. Despite me not being a Twitterer, like I said before, I'm available on twitter.com slash maxnorman3dx, from there you can visit my Flickr gallery with lots of nice, and sometimes naughty, photos I make in Second Life. My Discord is all about good mornings and good nights, so you probably won't find it any fun. Thank you so much for joining me again guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. It was fun to gather here again, and I hope after tons of negativity, listeners will hear my voice once again. Don't worry. I value guests giving honest opinions even if they are not always positive. Plus, I know that you will be back for at least one of our upcoming episodes. In a change to what I announced in the last episode, for the next episode I'll be hosting an Ask Me Anything episode. The lovely long leg Steph will be joining me, and possibly one other guest who will hopefully be announced soon on Twitter. So start sending in your questions right away. As the name suggests, anything goes, so don't be shy. Want to know how we feel about pineapple on pizza? Now is your chance to ask. Get those questions sent in to us on Twitter. You can find us at the usual place of at 3DXTTS pod. Or you can send them direct to me via social media or in-game, if you don't want my guests to be able to get a sneak peek at what questions are in store for them. Closing date for questions will be Wednesday the 10th of August. And then the delayed Lovance episode will be up next after that. I think it will be worth waiting a few extra weeks for that one, for reasons that will become apparent in that episode. All I'll say right now, is to expect that one to get very lewd indeed, and I'm very much looking forward to being joined by Laura and Kaste and Max for that discussion. On that note, thanks for listening, and I hope to see you again next time. Bye bye. Bye everyone. May you have a good day or night, or whenever you're listening to this episode. <laughs>